independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. Facebook is crapping out. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Facebook. Always, always the best. Actually, what I can do is record myself and then post it later. Which is always the best thing to do sometimes when Facebook craps out. <laughs> Facebook craps out. I don't, I don't give in to Facebook. Because, you know, there's, uh, hello. Yes, so I have all my stuff done here for live video on Facebook, right? To start live, and then all of a sudden, it does not want me to do it, what I want it to do. So we will just, we will just go live. Live. Ready? Let's see if I can, let's see if Facebook goes live on this one. I'm just going to test. See, this is what happens. You know, not doing my live video. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is the best thing about having a podcast, though. Everybody will hear me talk to myself. Because that's basically what I'm doing right now. It's basically, like, talking to my freaking self. So, we will try this one more time. The sectionary form is in your in your mailbox. Oh, I'm live now. Yeah. Ah, hello, everybody. God almighty. Facebook was just, like, screwing up. What else is new? I was like... If it wasn't going to be live on Facebook, then I'd have to record it. It's a pain in the ass. But here we are. <laughs> All right. Friday. It is the week. It is the day before competition. So it is competition eve for me. Because for those that don't know, I coach cheerleading. And tomorrow is our first competition of the year. Excited. Nervous and, and uh, stressed out beyond belief would be the, the adjectives I would use. But it's all good. It's all good. It's good stress. It's not bad stress. So let's get right into talking about TikTok. Don't know if I even was able to even write anything up on this one. But I will fix that later. Because, you know, Facebook screws things up, like, all the time. Um, ugh. Okay. So, TikTok. God help us. Some of the things that my eyes have seen cannot be unseen. So, I'll talk about... Okay. You have teenagers on TikTok giving out just the teenagers themselves. Relationship advice, sex advice. Alright. Two no-nos. First of all, you're 17. You don't know anything about sex. You don't know anything about relationships. You're just starting. You're like, you're 17. Okay? You're still a kid. Technically, you're still a kid. Some of the stuff on the advice that they give is... mm, 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 mm. And also, you have teen moms posting things and making teenage, you know, teen mom seem glorious and luxurious. And it's just a great thing to do. No, it's not. Having a baby is a very big responsibility. And it should not be something that teenagers go through. They go through it. It's the reality. We can't stop it. But, and then you have those videos, right? Then you have videos of things that are illegal. 
Like, you are not allowed to hack into anybody's cell phone, hack into anybody's computer, grab people's data. Um, hacking is illegal. They have videos like that that are on there. They have crazy videos. Now, the first thing that I can tell teenagers is if you really want to go live, on, you want to go viral on TikTok, stop doing the stupid challenges, okay? Because the, the first person to come up with the challenge goes viral. The other people that do the challenge hardly go viral, number two. But also some of the challenges. So recently there was a challenge of putting in the um, the Apple charger without the plug, you know, without the um, not the plug, just the base part in the outlet, and trying to stick a penny in it. Like, oh my God, my my poor eyes. Why would you see? Why would you do this? First of all, you can you can burn your freaking house down. You cause a fire. But secondly, you're gonna cause sparks. You could be electrocuted. I mean, there's a whole array of things you can do. Why are you posting stuff like this? This is like the whole thing. But see, people understand that under the age of 25, your brain is not fully developed. Your frontal lobe is not developed, and you make poor decisions of life, as we have seen on TikTok. So, and some of the things on TikTok, holy crap. So I can say. So, the nurse, Holly is her name, is... It went viral on this one. So let me, I will read this um, lovely thing. So this nurse, Holly. Now, who knows? Is she really a nurse? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, I have no idea if she is or not. But she told girls, mostly girls. I think she's mostly talking to girls probably. But she's talking to people on a whole, I would think. Um. I'm just having trying to get the, these um, articles to open, so excuse me for just waiting a bit. Um, she told the kids on TikTok the best way not to get an STD, well, you know, is to not have sex, um, and you won't get one. <laughs> it, no, kind of true, but not true. You know, I mean, yeah, um, but you know, um, and wait till marriage. Well, hello, with everybody using, like, Tinder and online dating sites, other ones that I won't mention, but it's mostly Tinder, um, and um, having unprotected sex, like, there's no tomorrow, and then not knowing that they caught an STD, and then giving it to the other person that they hook up with on the app, and then the other person that they hook up with on the, uh, on the app, and then another person on another app, that's how it spreads, and that's why STDs have spread. Because they're having unprotected sex. And it's not teens. Just teens. It's also adults doing this sort of thing. So I don't even call it like online dating anymore. It's not like dating sites. It's it's just hookup sites. Because that's basically what it's being used for. Um, Like the one guy that I interviewed for my first book told me that he slept with three girls in one week. All from online dating apps. Because that's all he uses them for. I mean, he was up front with me, and he told me everything. So, I mean, that was really nice of him to actually come come forward and tell me that information. But that's why we have this problem. And if you don't think that, like, a 17-year-old is on a dating app, like I've said it many times, think again. They are. 
they're on these apps, not just TikTok. They're on all these different apps. So, you know, this page isn't available. So let me see if I can find the other one. Nurse criticized for spreading. Yes, okay, here's the one I, I clicked on earlier today. So she spread this information, and everybody attacked her for it. And then she did the do not thing. Oh, I'm going to delete my video. Hello, you have a public TikTok profile. We can take your video, save it to our device, and post it on Twitter, which everybody does. Because I told you that last week, that's what happened with the New York Jets with their video. Because they posted the video, then they took it down, and then it went viral on Twitter because everybody spread it around. That's why you have to know, you have to think in your heads, like rethink, should I post this? Because once you post it, you're done. You put a fork in you and you're finished. And then another doctor on TikTok, I don't know, who knows if they're a doctor? I mean, you can go on Oriental Trading. You can go on Amazon. You can go on maybe even PartyCity.com for all I know and buy an outfit that makes you look like a doctor. And pretend to be a doctor online. Who knows? I don't know if these people are actually doctors or nurses, by the way. And I don't think anybody's really confirmed it. I don't know if people have confirmed it or not. Um, but this doctor tells 12-year-olds on TikTok that, and she's a woman, I'm just going to mention that, she's a woman, that you can get STD checks and abortions and all of this other sexual advice kind of stuff, too, uh, without your parent till, without your parents knowing. So she's encouraging children to go behind their parents' back to go see a doctor. Yes, great. And basically her. That, how, like, my God, like, what goes on in your brain that you're going to post such crap? And then trying to take it off TikTok because I have tried to report things on TikTok is a pain in the ass. You got to go through this whole entire, like, like list and it's horrible. It's a horrible way of taking things off. Um, people have bullied other people on there. I have seen that. I have seen a lot of cyberbullying on TikTok. So if you are a parent and your daughters and sons like TikTok, you need to sit them down and tell them not to listen to people on TikTok. I mean, there are some good there are some good videos. I mean, there's a lawyer on there giving advice if you've been hit by a car. Here's the things that you need to do. You know, I mean, and he gives, and his videos are pretty much, like, clean cut. There are some other good ones. Uh, you know, I, I like watching all the sports teams on their TikTok videos. I mean, there are some good entertaining videos, you know. But there's also people abusing animals for TikToks and getting their kids into TikToks and doing things with their babies and stuff. Like, why? Because everybody is obsessed with going viral. Let me tell you, going viral is nice. I have gone viral. I can tell you, yeah, all right. But along with coming going viral comes negative stuff. And if you're not prepared for that, well, okay. Doctor tells 12-year-olds, this is the article. Okay, I can tell you who she is. All right, let's see if the whole article actually comes up now. It's it's slowly um, coming up. The internet here is slow today. Sorry to tell you that. Okay. Um, it, it's crazy. Um, so all these last week. In spite... Oh, here we go. These are fantastic, and we need more of these. I mean, really? That's what some people on Twitter have said. 
of these. Oh, these videos are fantastic. No, they're not. No, we don't need any more of these videos of her telling doctors on TikTok is my new favorite trend <laughs> that was posted on Twitter. Um, saw these both last week and thought they were both so, in quotation marks, good. No. In spite of the positive reception from some social media users, the debate, as usual, appeared to be polarized. Some critiques the doctor's motives, um, you know, for um, posting this or her message. Imagine being a middle-aged woman begging kids to sleep around to give your life purpose. I mean, that, that, hello. That was a really good one. Yes, um... One commentator added, anyone supporting the idea that a 12-year-old can be tested for an STD without their parents' knowledge is probably concerned about being caught. Perfect. Thank you. Um, I'm all for one, but the 12-year-old part of the second one strikes a chord with me. And parents, there is no world where a 12-year-old has developed the frontal cortex to consult a physician about their sex life. Thank you. Dun, 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 dun. Um, the video in question was posted as a comment to a disgruntled Twitter account's tweet blessing the nurse advice for STD prevention, waiting until marriage, saying the best way to prevent STDs is waiting for sex until marriage. Um, and then, obviously, that c you can marry somebody with, who has an STD who doesn't know they have an STD. So you waited to have sex until marriage, but yet you probably found a partner that was on one of the dating site that slept with 500 million people, got STD, and then we, they, there we go. That's how it spread. So even though I tell people you can meet people offline, you need, that's why it's kind of like safer to meet people offline because you can kind of get their history. And you got, you can't be afraid of asking people for their history. People are so afraid to talk to people. Talk to people. See, because we're, we hide behind devices all day long and we don't know how to communicate. And if you saw my post today on Twitter and Facebook, I posted it and I said, I will tell you what I said. Let me find my post on Twitter. You know, our life is not measured with likes and followers and comments. And our life should not be measured in that way. But yet the young people think that their life is measured with likes and comments and follows and shares. Um, it's not measured that way, nor should it be measured that way. But I will play my video with my little uh, thingies here. Okay, wait, did I get rid of them? Here we are. I think I have the pictures that I put in the slideshow. Yes, I'll just read the slideshow pictures. All right. So, social media has created jealous behavior over illusions. Sadly, some are in, in, envious of things and relationships and lifestyles that don't even exist. That's mostly for the people under age 25, but I have seen people over the age of 25 act in this type of manner. Um, never before has a generation so diligently recorded themselves accomplishing so little. Stop comparing your behind the scenes to someone's highlight reel. Spending just one day away from social media can be one of the best things you can do for your mental health. Let me tell you. Yes, it can. Don't say anything online that you wouldn't want plastered on a billboard with your face on it. In a social media world, the danger is being overexposed, and when something is overexposed, it is no longer interesting, if it ever was in the beginning, in the first place. 
Everything you post on social media impacts your personal brand. How do you want to be known? So these are things that teens don't think about. Neither do athletes. Your worth is not measured in likes, comments, notes, or followers, but in your ability to love, keep comments to yourself, take notes, and lead. Hint, hint to all you athletes. Thank you. And that was pretty much the last one I posted. So, and that's basically what social media is. Now we can switch gears from TikTok and all the freaking ass controversy from TikTok and how it's created. And I'm going to tell you, TikTok will have more marketers. So, you know, if more businesses take over TikTok, you will then get to see less of these types of videos because the teens will not be on it. One way to cut the behavior out is to then... And, you know, um, take over the platform with marketers, with businesses, you know, with entrepreneurs. Have those people create videos. And I will tell you, the teens will get sick and tired of seeing them and because they will pop up in their timeline. They'll be like, oh, you have 500 messages, 500 videos to see. And they will, they will hate it and they will move from it. That's what happened with Facebook. You know, Businesses took over, a lot of things changed on Facebook, a lot of teenagers left, and then they went to Instagram. Now, businesses are taking over Instagram, teenagers are leaving. Um, now they're going to TikTok. So that's how it pretty much works. So all we have to do is just take over and saturate the platform. If we saturate the platform, it's over for them. And then we won't have to see that crap, because that's crap. And parents need to start parenting their children. Just because they're 15, 16, or 17 does not mean that you can't parent them. And you have to be, quote, unquote, their friend. No, they don't need a friend right now. They need discipline. They need structure. They need to know this is not appropriate behavior. You don't do this kind of stuff that you see on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok, and so forth. So anyway, so I will now go into talking about athletes on Twitter. So again, another athlete. So there was two of them now that have called out the NFL saying the NFL has made them, okay, made them look like they're not human beings, that they're just athletes. So they're blaming the NFL for this. And then, so this one other NFL player, my name, the name is a little um, off. I don't remember the name. I can probably look up the, I can probably look up my tweets though, because I did tweet him. So let me see if I can find it. Um created this t-shirt to say that he's he's a person <laughs> like oh my god seriously so you're you're getting more money now because to the t-shirt now i created this t-shirt so everybody will know that i'm a person and i'm not just an athlete like twitter uh, like the nfl wants me to be all right um hold on i will tell you in a second it's gonna be a while probably i have a lot of um tweets in in here a lot of them okay um dun 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 it's coming i promise okay um you know um i see some oh yeah that was my thing yesterday i've seen some things on tiktok i cannot unsee and that was basically like looking at all this kind of stuff um join me tomorrow it's coming (laughs) but anyway so my basically, okay, Demarcus Lawrence. There we go. He goes, final thoughts. 
everyone wants to make this about t-shirts, nickname on the field performance. This is about a brotherhood and passing along the mentality to our youth. We create to help us break out of the athlete box. We are putting, we are put in by the league, team, fans, every day. No, no one put you in the box. You accepted the role. You get paid millions of dollars. So how about then we don't get paid millions of dollars for you then to be quote unquote in the box? I guarantee there will be people who will step up to the plate to get paid the millions of dollars to play football to be put quote quote in the box. Okay, you're not put in the box. So here's what I said to him. Here's a simple way to break out of the box. The league has put you in. You engage more with the fans. You want to be seen as, quote, human and as people. Then use social media to engage with positive fans, those who support you. Sign autographs for free. Be more open. It's up to you. See, this is what the players don't want is responsibility. It's up to you in the NFL to be seen more as a person and a human being than an athlete, than a robot. It's not up to the NFL. What do they have to do with it? They have a brand. See, this is what they, these players are understanding. That's what their brand is. Their brand is athletes that play their game. They have a certain brand. They have a certain way of advertising that brand. You don't like it, then don't become an NFL player. But that's very simple. Second of all, all right, so, I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science. But see, they don't want to do this. They don't want to engage with the fans on a positive level. They don't want to do that. Now, yeah, 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 I know. Jamal Adams is at the Pro Pro Bowl, and he's engaging with the fans that are there. But do you see him on the street corner, you know, walking down a Manhattan street, engaging with fans, or, like, sitting in a Starbucks, just chatting away with somebody? Mm -hmm, No. He'll be at Bryant Park, though, like he was this past Christmas, signing autographs, because he got paid to sit there. Just like all the Jets players that are going to the Jets house, they're fan fest thing that you have to pay like a hundred and something dollars to actually go there which by the way if sam donald is your franchise quarterback why the hell is he only going for one session and you have robbie anderson who's a free agent going twice Ah, just just wondering but anyway so let's say content unavailable. Jenning it up, bum, 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 dun, dun, dun. Um, and then yeah, because then we had another comment from another player that said the same thing, and I said it's not up to the NFL, it's up, it's up to you, it's up to the athlete how you want to be represented. But see, they hire these teams, quote unquote teams, and these quote unquote management that knows diddly squat about how to do that because it's all to them about branding say it's all about branding that's all it is no one really cares now what I said about Derek Jeter and I also will say that about Eli Manning since we're talking about sports let me see boop 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 I have to find what I wrote um dun 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 yeah that was Jeter um Okay, Eli Manning, just like Derek Jeter, was an example of what a great leader does. He puts his team first. He not only wants to win, but he does what he has to do to have that goal accomplished. It's not about his brand. You know, it's not about stats. 
It's not about making it to the all-star game. He didn't, Derek Jeter didn't care anything about those things. All he cared about was winning championships. And the best thing about Eli Manning and Derek Jeter, they never had to deal with social media either because social media has ruined the athlete. Point blank, simple. Because they tweet this nonsense and then they wonder why people don't like them and why people are going against them and why people then tweet them back and then they then they have the then you have the trolls in full force telling them how bad they are as an athlete and how they suck and how this and how that and and, and then they respond to that because they're human. They are. I hate to break it to people, but they are. And they get caught up in all that kind of crap. Instead of focusing on the fans that support them day in and day out. No, no, no. Nope. Nope. They don't, they don't care about that. See, they don't want to interact with that. I mean, look at, um, look at uh, KD. He interacted with everybody who was, you know, oh, well, the Nets don't matter. Basketball sucks. We don't care. You should have been at the Garden. You should have been playing for the Knicks. Blah, blah, blah. And that all bothered him. And then he interacted with that kind of comment. Meanwhile, other people on that, on that whole entire thread were like, oh, you're awesome. Oh, we love you. Oh, we can't wait to see you play for the Nets. Oh, I'm excited. Did he respond to any of those tweets? Nope. Same could be said for a lot of athletes because they don't understand the platform. They don't understand what to do. They just go out of their way, basically, to find the worst possible thing that they can then respond to. And then they respond. Or they say the most stupid, asinine things. Literally. I mean, the things that I've seen on Twitter. I don't need TV. I got Twitter. All I got to do is go on the app and find someone saying something stupid or doing something stupid or commenting on something stupid. That's what Twitter is. It's like a total, it's, it's literally a soap opera because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, dun, dun, dun. I think this was my comment. Let's see. No, that was that comment. I'm trying to read what I wrote about it because it, it really is. Okay. So Jeter was not, was not only an awesome player. He was an awesome leader. It was never about his stats, all-star games, or about his brand like it is today with athletes. It's about winning. It was team first. So then I will just say this, since I'm a Jets fan, everybody's like, oh, we got to sign Jamal. Yeah. He may be a great player. And I got into this with Twitter on somebody. He may be a great player, which he is. I, there's no doubt in my mind that he's a great player. He doesn't make a great leader. Just because he plays with emotion and spirit does not make him a great leader. Because he's all about himself. If you look at all his stuff on social media, it is not about the team it's about him. That's why all athletes should make two accounts. You have your branding account where you can put all your stupid branding crap on it. And then you can put then your player account where it's all about your team, about what the team's doing, about the fans. Because not all the fans care about your brand. I don't care if you want to become an Instagram model. Goody two shoes for you. You want to become a model? You want to model clothing? Go right ahead. But that's not what you're about. See, that's what Jamal has to understand. You're not about modeling clothes. You're not a model. You are an NFL football player. Yeah, I know you're trying to get gigs. 
But no, you're trying to get sponsorships, and that's the best way to do it is to post things online, and then people give you gigs. We get it. We know. We do it all the time. We understand. But it should not be about you. Like, when he won, when he got voted for the Pro Bowl, yes, that's his stats. Fine. But when he got, you know, to all pro, oh, no, no. When he got voted team MVP, team MVP, it should have been about the team. He posted a picture about himself. I got voted to be team MVP thanks to all my teammates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but no, you should have voted. You see now, if I was doing your social media, honey, that picture would have been of your team. Team photo. Team photo because all those people in that picture voted for you. It's about team first. And that's how it should be. It shouldn't be about, you know, your brand and what you're up to. And then trying to get other athletes to play here. And tweet them. And then tweet back and forth. And, oh my God. God. It's exhausting just even watching that. Because that's what they do. They tweet each other all day long. Well, good, good. Stop tweeting each other. Tweet the fans who support you. Learn about who they are. I will tell you, you'll be surprised as to what you learn if you actually have a freaking conversation with somebody online and just converse because that's what we need to get back to. Social media was designed for us to talk to each other, to talk, to converse, to get to know each other. It wasn't for us to give each other our political views because I don't care what you are. I don't care. It wasn't about, you know, saying who's right, who's wrong. It wasn't about for us to judge, well, she's too fat, she's too thin, look how ugly she looks. Oh, that was another one when um, they, uh, the, uh, the Chiefs won the, the uh, championship for their uh, AFC, AFC championship, and uh, Mahomes' girlfriend. I had a couple guys there online on Twitter because, oh, well, he can afford to have a hotter girlfriend. No. See? Problem. Problem. Right there. Judging a book by its cover. You know what? She's probably a decent girl, and I even put in here, I can't find it right now, but I have more respect for athletes who actually date normal-looking girls, because they're not dating you for your looks for the arm candy to look like, oh, look, look who I'm with. They're dating you because they love you. They love what you bring to the table for the relationship. See, when, when, and then that's the, that's, the, that's the key for young people, because they, they role model they look, they model what you do. So then that's when kids start saying that, oh, that guy's ugly. That girl's fat. Oh, that girl's too skinny. There must be something wrong with her. Look at how she looks. We gotta stop doing that because that's what happens on social media all day long. People are judging people, judging people, judging people without facts. And then we feed those trolls all day long. All day long, the trolls get fed. And somebody just posted today, oh, why do some people not have their actual picture of what they look like on Twitter? And I told her the truth, because then they're not accountable for their words. I can put the, I can put the logo for the New York Rangers, since I'm a Ranger fan, as my profile picture, right? And then nobody's going to know who I am. I'm not accountable for my words then. I can say whatever, because my picture's not there. Nobody's going to know who I am. And we have to stop doing that. And that's basically what you say now. And that's basically TikTok in a nutshell. Because people are posting things, left and right videos that should not be made. Um, Twitter has become, I told you, a soap opera. Because it's, it's 
it's way too much. I'll just put that. It's way too much. It's way too much of stuff that shouldn't be on there. Nobody's having actual conversations with people. Uh, here, left and right. I mean, sport talk is a little bit different. But at the same time, then sometimes if you don't agree with somebody, then they start calling you a name. Because that's the first thing that pops up, you know. You don't agree with them, then oh, then you're a stupid bitch. <laughs> you know, you don't know anything. Then the, then the name calling starts because that's all they have. You know, they can't pull anything else out of their pocket and just say, you know, well, let's just disagree on that. And then they move on to something else. No, 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 no. we got to have the name calling. And that's why kids bully each other. That's why we have cyberbullying. Because we have adults acting like 10-year-olds. And they have no idea what they're doing and what they're posting. So that's basically it in a nutshell. So again, I'll just reiterate what I said in the beginning of the show. If you are a parent and you have teenagers, please talk to them about the videos they are looking at on TikTok. Because some of the stuff that's posted on that app should not be posted on that app in the first place. And it's not true. And if they have any questions about relationships and sex and all that kind of stuff, they should be coming to you. They should not be listening to people on TikTok. Because they should be listening and asking for their parents' advice on that kind of topic. Not listening to people looking to go viral. And that pretty much wraps up my show. So I will I will thank everybody for listening and for watching. And I hopefully will <laughs> not have a stroke tomorrow during my cheerleading competition. Um, but, you know, it's always intense. Like, people don't understand just how intense cheerleading gets. It's intense at competition. Okay, that's why it's a sport. It gets just as intense as watching a baseball game and a football game and watching a hockey game and all that kind of stuff. So, I will uh, I'll let everybody know how my girls did tomorrow online. And that's about it. So, thanks very much. And I will see you all sometime next week. I'm out. Bye.